question that you did ask about how does the boys feel Joshua's not here yet but with Jeffrey because he's 17 years old he's going through he's in his awkward stage pimples he likes girls just got a girlfriend he said to me because uh, he had done something in Starbucks and I looked at him and I said "Ooh, this gonna be a good story on the talk show about Jeffrey everybody loves hearing about Jeffrey and we got in the car the uber and he turned to me and he said mom I'm not a story. I don't want you to talk about me anymore. I don't want you to show my picture. And the whole, everything he said, I was like, oh, oh, oh. And I said, Jeffrey, like, my life has been built on talking about you for 17 years. When I post stuff, on, he said, don't post anything more about me. I said, when I post stuff, we're like Lucy and Ricky. And he said, I'm not a story. Because one of his teachers said, your mom makes everything a story. And he didn't like it. He said, I don't want you to talk about. I need you to go back and talk to the teacher. I know. <laughs> but when I talked to her, I talked to Wanda Sykes. Her kids are teenagers. I talked to Garcelle Beauvais. Beauvais her kids are teenagers. Mm -hmm. They go through the stage they don't want, because they don't want everybody knowing. Because people go up to Jeffrey and they say, Jeffrey, you got a girlfriend? And I don't, oh, I don't realize, for me, it's yeah. a joke. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that people, because I flash this picture all the time, that people come and they just say, I'm used to it. Right. And then uh, uh, my family said, well, Sherry, you asked for this. Mm -hmm. Jeffrey did not. And I said, well, then why God give them to me? That's material. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, it, it really, I went in my room and I cried. Yeah. I still get emotional because I love sharing about this boy right. of mine. Right. But I have to respect mm -hmm. his decision on not, you know, no, please don't clap because I'm so clap. upset. No, you can clap. <laughs> I have but, to now but respect. But I will say that's a full, that's a, that's a teachable moment, right? Like, I'm still trying you to go said, to therapy. I'm still doing what I'm going to do, but you said, no, I respect you. Yeah, but see, enough. what you don't understand I is you. I don't have a life. Like, I don't, I don't talk like, about I don't talk about No, this is what I think God did, and this is the truth. You're so used to talking about Jeffrey. Yeah. It's easy. Yes. You're at a new level, mm. and now he has to give you a new challenge. I said that to you yesterday. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. This is my baby. Those are words God gave me to get to her. You don't hear me turning God's words on you back on me. That's what Ask another question. Before I turn it over to the audience, my final question is. you did that. Man, this is. This is hilarious. Uh, what advice do you give aspiring creatives that may be in the audience tonight, or we may take messages back to them, but especially as the Regional Arts Commission, um, as the chair, I, I must ask that you leave us with a little bit of in inspiration, if you will. Uh, what advice do you have to give? My number one mantra is run towards the thing you fear. Mm. I just said that to you. Did I just say that? Did I just say that she gonna turn around and go? This her mantra now. You said it to me because I told it to you. Whatever. I do. I think that thing. You gotta sit down and go. What's that thing in the pit of my stomach that I put on the on the shelf with the fine china? What's it? The, because there's always that voice that will say you're not good enough. Who do you think you are? You're boring. Nobody wants to hear you. It's always that voice. But once you start running towards it, because on the other side of fear 
are all of the blessings. Mm. But they just you just got to get through that. Mm. You know, there's that scripture says, "Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow right. of death, Come on. The, the valley of the shadow of death, mm. I shall fear no evil because it's the shadow." Mm. And so on the other side is where everything happens for you if you can just get past the false evidence appearing real yeah. and when you get over on that side and when you start saying you got to say to yourself that's why i love good morning gorgeous mary j Blige mm -hmm. kept saying, you have to stand in that mirror and look at yourself and go i love who is looking back at me because you will always have those voices that say you're not enough and you have to say I am enough. What I bring is enough. And on that other side, the world will open up for you. You know what kills me? <laughs> that was, that, that's what? Before you did your hundredth episode of your talk show, you didn't have all these quotes and things. You've been practicing for no, no. Yeah, well, I've been practicing for 18 years. You got this. 18 years. You've been doing no because you ain't never put it all together like that. You had like little bits and pieces, and now you done did the show for a hundred times. <laughs> and that was really good. Was really it's been 18 years, and that's another thing. Just because you have a dream, just because it's a no, it may mean not right, right now. now. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians, Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist, Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, for advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. But if yeah. we can all just give something, a little nugget of inspiration, I will start. Uh, mine's quick, so you all can gather your thoughts. Um, but my inspiration um, comes from Oprah Winfrey. Uh, she told me when Joshua was very small, she said, Kim, <coughs> one thing that you have to do is make sure when Joshua comes in the room that your eyes light up. And I didn't understand what she meant by that. She said, put that phone down. 
She said, and when your child comes in the room, they need to see that you light up and you make eye contact with them. And and that's what I, I have tried to do. I'm not very good at it, but I, I try to live by that uh, that rule. Uh, Tisha or, or Dinye? I'll, or I'll go. Self, self-care is so important. Um, you have to take care of yourself. You cannot deplete your own well. And engage, engage, engage with your children. Check in with your children. That's really important. You will never know what they might be going through in school, outside of school, with friends, with family. You know, I'm always asking questions. I might get on their nerves, but I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to stay engaged with my kids and they know this about me. So engage and take care of self. Great, great. Did yay you wanna? Sure. Um, yeah, I would say, Kim, you said something that like you don't do it perfectly. And I would say to any parent out there, um, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be present, Ooh. right? Ooh. And let's not abandon what our ancestors and our culture has taught us. And that is that we should not and cannot do it alone. That doesn't mean you have to have a husband at home or a partner at home at all, but it does mean that we need community and teaching our children to build community is to is teaching them to build a home wherever they wherever are. They and that is an invaluable tool. Ah, I love that. Nice. Thank I love you. that. I love that. Dr. Alfie. Good. Yes, yes. 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 So, once again, thank you so much for having me. It's truly been an honor. I have learned so much from each of you. And I will say two caveats before I say this thing. The first caveat is the universe is good even when the people don't act right, right? The universe right. itself is good even when the folks don't act right. And each of us has a light in us. And so what I always say to people is I hope that you will always proudly and easily share your light with everyone you encounter, knowing the goodness of the universe in every moment. Oh, yeah, that was good. You know what? I'm mad you don't have a, a catchphrase for our show. On your Sherry talk show, hi, family, or whatever. You have nothing for us. Not, not one thing. And this was before I you took that from when we were. I took that from when we were on the Tom Joyner morning show. Because what did you used to say when we, oh, 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 it's the Tom Joyner morning show. What did you always say? Uh, what did I say? Come on, he hey, go, hey, he go, hey, booze. And I go, hey, family. And you go. Ain't nobody my family out there listening. That ain't. What I said. That's not what you said. What I said. I said, hey, hey. Maybe you. What? Did you said, say, hey, boo? I did say, hey, boo. So and you said, hey, family. And I said, and I just said, moaning, moaning, people, moaning. I think that's what I said. Okay, so you got two phrases right there. Hey, booze, and moaning. Hey, booze. But so everybody's my boo. Okay. Hey, booze. <laughs> But we need one. Hey, family! Show. Yeah, come up with something. You know, hey. I didn't think. Okay, go, go. Hey, mamas. Oh, hey, wah wah. Uh, what up, people? Okay. Uh, whoop whoop. Um, a chaka laka laka. 
There's your winner. I think we found a winner. That was so good. So every time you're going to say what? Chaka laka laka. Now, Sherry, you have to have a response. I like a chocolate too. I like a chocolate too. Okay. Hey, oh, what about, hey, community? No, hi, y'all. What's going on? Just love in the city. Now, Sherry, oh, respond with like a choo choo sound, like choo choo. That's good. Chaka laka laka. Choo choo. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna cough myself to death. Okay, that's hysterical. And why okay, did we don't need? Welcome to a brand new day. That's more like. Can you? You might as well say. Oh, you, and we're gonna sing the song together. Okay. 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 Everybody, okay. look up. There's a brand new way we. Dun, dun, dun. Can you? Feel up. Okay, we got a brand new day. Okay. You know what? I'm mad you don't have a, a catchphrase for our show. On your Sherry talk show, hi, family, or whatever. You have nothing for us. Not, not one thing. And this was before you took that from when we were. I took that from when we were on the Tom Joyner morning show. Because what did you used to say when we, oh, 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 it's the Tom Joyner morning show. What did you always say? Uh, what did I say? Come on, hey, go, hey, he go, hey, booze, and I go, hey, family, and you go, ain't nobody my family out there listening. That ain't what I said. That's not what you said. What I say? I said, hey, hey, maybe you. What? Did I you say, hey, booze? I did say, hey, booze. So Hey, family, and I said, and I just said, moaning, moaning, people, moaning. I think that's what I said. Okay, so you got two phrases right there. Hey, booze, and moaning. Hey, booze. So everybody's my boo. Okay. Hey, booze. But we need one. Hey, family. Yeah. Come up with something. You know, I didn't think. Okay, go, go. Hey, mamas. Oh, hey, wah, wah. Oh. What up, people? Okay. Uh, whoop, whoop. Um, a chaka laka laka. Uh, There's your winner. I think we found a winner. That was so good. <laughs> so every time you're going to say what? Chaka laka laka. Now, Sherry, you have to have a response. <laughs> I like a chocolate too. I like a chocolate too. Okay. Hey, oh, what about? Hey, community. No, hi, y'all. What's going on? Just love in the city. Now, Sherry, oh, respond with like a choo-choo sound. Like choo-choo. That's good. Chaka laka laka. Choo-choo. <laughs> okay, that's stupid. I'm going to cough myself to death. Okay. That's hysterical. And why okay, did we don't need Welcome to a brand new day. That's more like, can you? You might as well say, oh, you, and we're going to sing the song together. Okay. 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 Everybody okay. look up. There's a brand new way we do. Can you feel up? Okay, we got a brand new day.
this lady sit up and oh, I have to, I got to give her a race. She's a white lady. White woman. <laughs> she was white, a white whites, lady. whites are taking a lot of shrapnel on this tour. When I tell you, Chris, I, you know, because it's a different kind of love than we get from white people and black people. It's, it really truly is. We are seeing it. And so this white lady sit up and she was like, she was in the back row. She goes, I love you so much, Sherry and Kim, and I listen to your podcast. And she goes, I'll show you. If you show me your titties, I'll show you mine. And we were like, what? And that is right. the last time we will ever let Joni go to New Jersey. Okay. <laughs> I want to apologize. That was out of line. Oh, Wait, my God. And then the woman started to pull up her shirt. And no, not no. started. Kim, not started. Say that again. What did she do? Oh, I thought she stopped. Kevin stopped her no. or something. No, she pulled up her shirt, showed us her titties, and then turned around and showed the people behind her her titties. I, I saw her turn around. I was laughing so hard. I think I missed that she, I know, and I was like, well, no, I know somebody stopped her. She actually pulled him up. Okay. She pulled the shirt up. She didn't even have a bra on, or she or she pulled the bra up. She showed her titties. And, I, and me and Kim were like, and first of all, this is a, okay, these ain't, we don't have teenagers in our audience. We got grown people. Okay. So this right. is nothing that you, we ain't at no meatloaf concert. We ain't at no Guns and Roses concert. This is two funny mamas. It was a lot of mamas in the audience. <laughs> oh my was, gosh. The audience was appalled. They were appalled. Yeah. But it, this lady had been drinking because it was at the casino. She had been drinking. But when I tell you, I don't remember what, what the improv queen, Kim Whitley, said, but we started going ham and everybody, it was so funny. Like, we made it wow. a really funny bit. But it was just, I said, the man asked us, what was the best D we ever had? And this lady said, I want to see your titties, but I'm going to show you my titties. And, and Special K stopped her from flashing everybody. And then, so what we did was, from that point on, we said no more questions from the audience. We're going to get some preset questions. We was like, not again. Hmm. We can't deal with this. But Colleen was good. They didn't have any crazy. Hey, Chris, welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, Kim, I'm, I, I don't know why your friend's so upset with you. You've been here ready, willing to go, prepared, and she's been a little unprofessional. Wow. They, oh, wow. 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 You know, it's not the first time I've been gaslit by a white man. It won't be the last. I'm prepared. I'm prepared. It's fine. That's fair. It's I'm, fine. I'm happy to be here. Every, every, no, <laughs> Kim, your friend, this is the, I, she's been on negative one minute and she's the best guest you've ever brought on. It's been a survivor's, <laughs> survivor's therapy group talking yeah, about dealing with you pre-show. So thank you. Uh, all kidding course. aside, you're, you're the best. Thank you. Thank you. It's, I've been giving him a crash course in Kim. Kim chaos. How to, oh. how to cope. Coping with oh. Kim's chaos. You like that? He alliteration? Has, uh, he has lived it. Um, <laughs> trust me. He has uh, lived. You I gotta, see how I'm, Chris. Are you sending a text? You doing something because you ain't made eye contact. Nothing. No. <laughs> nothing. Not nothing. You hear me? I, I'm sending Chris some stuff that I forgot to send him, and I that's was not like that. you to send show elements mid show. Oh shoot! Vitamin water. That's what I meant. Oh, I'm sorry. I was doing my shopping list also. 
Um, but uh, can we tell, Chris, you have, uh, oh, Lord, why is this thing ringing? How you, I got a new. All right, uh, folks. Well, Chris, well, let, please introduce Ambria Allen properly, please. You have all her credits right there. Oh, I do. Oh, my mistake. Yeah. Kim, <laughs> are you taking that phone call? Thank you. You know what? It's a it's a watch. I don't know how to make it not ring. How you doing? <laughs> this is Can I just incredible. say? Incredible. I'm going to take it off and throw it. That's this what is what it's like calling Kim on the yeah. phone. Yep. Or when Kim, Kim will call you. Call me. You'll call me. And you just hear chaos, chaos, chaos. I'm like, Kim, what you doing? Oh, I'm changing Bitcoin over to uh, Mexican pesos, but I got to do it in Puerto Rico, you see. Where? Why did you call me? Why? Yep. Or why did you answer? Why did you answer the yep. phone? I think that's you're the problem. I shouldn't have answered the phone. I think Correct. sometimes the judgment I, because you know what it is? You know why I answer even though I'm doing something? Because mm -hmm. I know I want to talk to you or I got to tell you something or I got to say, hold on. So you know how you get a hold of that person and you like, just let me finish this little chaos here. And sure. Tell yeah. You, you, you definitely answer the call on intention, right? <laughs> but yes. the execution. Can't confirm. Yeah. It'd be bad. It'd be deplorable. It'd be bad. It'd be real bad. <laughs> The reason I can be like, I'm enjoying being unemployed is because I've worked forever. Yes, and before absolutely. this, I was a grad student. So I've known poverty real close. <laughs> I've known poverty <laughs> real close. Grad student and stand up, that's like double poverty. True. So uh, what I am ruining, however, is my you can't tell me what to do money. <laughs> and my... <laughs> Great way to put it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I'm not earning the, you can't tell me what to do, or fuck it, I'm leaving money. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that pool is dwindling to where I'm going to have to be in here cleaning and doing stuff. Cause... <laughs> what, do, what do you want for dinner money? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, no, no. So there's a what sweet would you like spot. to do? Yeah, yeah. You're right. Basically, I got to be working by Christmas. Okay. That's... <laughs> That's Damn. so I can keep so I can keep this attitude I got. Okay. Right. <laughs> that attitude ain't gonna last, baby. You ain't gonna be talking all that smack walking around that house. Not unemployed. Unemployed, Ambria gotta be humble. I gotta cook the I gotta cook dinner. I gotta do I'm not doing that. I'm not built for that. Not for too long. I can do short tenures of obedience, but I can't do I can't do it full time. Well, how long can you go and be that wife that's gonna cook and clean and you got to have sex when he wants it what 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 is that about i'm good that's my general that's how i operate in, in general i know my attitude is presents otherwise that's how i am in general but it's 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 the him knowing that i don't have anything to do that's that's messing with the ability to say no to things. He can call me right now. You called me. What you doing? I can't lie and say I'm at work. So it's it's messing up the excuses. So I feel like this could only go on for so long. So you can take this in the kitchen for me, and you can get some treats off that little that little cubby. Okay. There's a little cubby right there before you go out the door. You see a little green bag. You can give him some treats. Not 
Don't give them a lot. Just a couple. Make them sit and listen. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Oh, I love it. <laughs> what is that? He said, what is it? It's a llama. No, it's a llama. <laughs> now look at that shit. He oh, just got to be in the mix. See, oh, look at you. The biggest dog i ever seen. It's been oh, huge. Man. It's a huge poodle. poodle. Okay, this this took a turn. All right, Kim. Hydrocort, Lord, child, Lord, I'm babysitting, and not a baby that broke out in hives. The dogs have licked all over. I didn't know you was allergic. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. What okay, baby you, you got living with you? So, wait, should we don't do rub this? your face. Don't rub your face. Don't wash your hands. Don't wash your hands. With soap. Don't touch the dogs. It's a Benadryl. You need this some like black show. some this is children. A real black show. I gotta call the mama. Right, on, don't, don't touch that part. Hydrocortisone. I put hydrocortisone on her. Everybody. Did the dog lick her face. What happened? Right. Yes. Is that what happened? The dog was licking your face. Mm -hmm. Was it the poodle or the other dog? The poodle. Uh, yeah. so, so Pam, are you? I mean, I'm sorry, Kim. Are you babysitting? Well, yeah. Allegedly, allegedly. No, it's, allegedly. Hey, not everybody. Not everybody's got a husband to lean on during a strike. Hilarious. Kim's Kim's hilarious. She's got her Task Rabbit uh, account. She's the highest rated <laughs> babysitter hey, in the valley. Okay. I like that. Kim, Kim don't need a husband. Kim's got a revolving door of uh, assistance. Yeah, she does. That's <laughs> a fact. Just an inch away. That's a fact. We were at Essence Fest for the Essence Fest. Hold on, hold up, hold up. We're going to stop. And since this is live, though, we can't hit the rewind button. But <laughs> you sitting on the podcast acting like a real auntie. Let me let me do you. Excuse me. Let me get my hair together. Hold up. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we at Essence Fast, Lunel. Let me tell you why we love you, Lunel. The young ones, you be pulling them in. Yep, that's why we at Essence Fest. So yeah, Lunel, I need you to stop. <laughs> We're gonna start Wait, again. What? You went, Chris. Chris, you not mm -hmm. gonna back me up on this? One more time. What did what I, I do? What am I, what am I backing up? Sorry. You were you were looking for your words, Lunel, Essence and Young Boy, or finish your thought, one or the other. I oh. did because we've talked about Lunel, and so I'm segueing into why we're at Essence Fest. But I remember that the young ones are there, and we actually did miss Lunel's presence because the young ones really love Lunel. She be pulling them in. That's why you know. And we were at Essence Fest. We're coming back, Lunel. We love you. Boom. Period. I'm still on here. Segway. Well, what do you think I mean by we? Nosotros. Kim Whitley and Sherry Shepard. We were at Essence Festival in New Orleans. You made no sense, but okay. We were at Essence Fest in New Orleans. We got there <laughs> Thursday. Kim, what do you, what's wrong? Kim's I'm, face. What, I'm just like. What, what am I doing wrong? I'm explaining why we're at Essence Fest. I'm segueing from I, pulling the young ones. We missed her at Essence Fest. Boom. I'm a fan of the we, table set. I'm, I think it's great work on what, Sherry's part. What do you? What's what's with the faces and the eye rolls? No, it's fine. It's fine. My friend Kier, who's watching this podcast, said y'all got me screaming. But tell Sherry to let her let you live your life. <laughs> let who live their life? Kim? Is that what we're talking about? Uh huh. 
You can live Papa your Dyson life when we get off this podcast. You can live your oh, life when we get off the podcast. You can have your best life when we get off the podcast. But while we're on this podcast, you tell Kerr, somebody got to hold this piece together. Otherwise, we that the damn camera would be moving and shaking like when we first started. Because Kim's life is, if I move any closer, I'm going to fall out the window. That's pretty much the banner of Kim's life. So while we're on the podcast, Kurt, somebody got to be the straight man and keep it together. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Go ahead. So we're at, we're at Essence no, you tell Fest. Them. No, you tell them. No, I'm looking for no. Essence Fest pictures to send of you butt naked, that one I found you. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what is why? How could you ever in your life think that either one of these two are picking on each other? If this is the most evenly matched slugfest every single week. Oh my God! Mm. Evenly matched slugfest. No, I'm gonna tell the truth. I'm telling the truth, Chris. The day before, she went shopping in the part of the uh, expo at the convention center. In the front is a bunch of booths. You know, all the vendors and vendors. Sherry takes her Sherry Shepherd behind up there shopping like she at a regular mall running up and down. And she was like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know why I'm causing a frenzy. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Sherry, this sounds quite accurate. I I think maybe I've seen this part of Sherry before. I said, you got what? She was like, I just want to go and get this artwork. I said, so you just up in the front with the 10,000 women who watch your show every day. Do you, I said, do you have on a mask? Do you have on sunglasses, a hat? No, I'm just, I just want to shop. And they're just, they're just, they're mobbing me. She has one security guard. I said, no, I have no security guard. (laughs) Oh, that was the day you had nobody. So they usher her back out. They was like, you're not going to cause no problem. And they got her out of it. So the next day, I'm with her. I come with a straight plan, Chris. But Sherry don't listen. I said, I came from the front because I didn't have no security or driver or even a pass to get in. (laughs) (laughs) I had nothing. But I had devised a plan to get in and make it back to her. Meanwhile, I came in the front. So imagine this, Chris. I'm in the front. I got to walk all the way through the whole convention place to get to Sherry. It's a little early, but the people are really coming in. I said, I got this. I changed my hairstyle from the you know day they had seen me every day with the bun. I pulled it out the big ponytail. I put on <laughs> some sunglasses, and I put on a mask. Let me tell you something. I walked from the front to the back, and I got some free stuff on the way. And people didn't know anything. They would say stuff like, Kim Fields. I said, mm-hmm. and then I, <laughs> I almost said, did they think that you were Jack A? Did they? <laughs> like, Jack A looks great. Oh, goodness. So I get there in the back. I say, Sherry, we're going to go get your painting. We're going to do some shopping. I said, you going to wear the glasses. I'm going to wear the mask. She argues with me. So, so, and this was so crazy. People were coming over, coming. As soon as I put these glasses on her, 
she disappeared. They didn't know who she was. Pull that picture up of her with the glasses on. She looked a little crazy. No, but she had on a shiny, sparkly dress. You know how she walked with her titties all going forward. Look at her. She looked crazy. That's why. That's why nobody knew it was you. I hate. Can I tell you? I got so many pairs of sunglasses. Regular cheap designer. I hate wearing sunglasses. And I hate even more wearing sunglasses inside because I feel stupid. That First is so all, perfect. Look at her dress. Her dress says, Superstar, look at my shiny dress in the daytime. First of all. If anyone goes to a cosplay convention as Sherry Shepard, this is how they dress. This is it. This is the this is the version. This she got on heels, and you know she walked titties first and her butt going the other way. Just just so she going through, but when she put the sunglasses on, Chris, I'm telling you, it's like the people just walked away. <laughs> and it and as and we learned, it, it stopped it the allergy. Walking. It stops the allergies from attacking her. I don't have allergies, Boom. number one. And Kim got that dumbass mask on. We're walking through the thing. She got that dumb looking mask on. And she gonna make me wear these sunglasses. I don't, and I, my was cute. Like my, my makeup was done. When you put on sunglasses, you can't see it. So you couldn't see nothing. And I got these sunglasses. But we were able dumb. to walk. We were able you to walk. No, but you know what sunglasses say to me when you wear your sunglasses? I wear my sunglasses at night. So I can, so I can. So you just gonna get but, us pulled off the air. That's what you just gonna determine. That's how I think in music. Um, but it says to me, well, y'all are not gonna make me late. I gotta leave. It says to me uh, but, that when you're wearing sunglasses, I, I told you, I gotta go. I said, I Chris, said this. Um, say what you gotta say so then Chris can show the rest of the pictures. Say what you gotta say. Okay, when you're wearing sunglasses inside, you look like you're trying to get attention. You look like you're, like, I'm a superstar. I got my sunglasses on because I don't want to be like the regular people. I don't want you to see my eyes. That's what sunglasses say. And I don't like wearing them because I look like a dumbass walking through the convention center in broad daylight with sunglasses on. <laughs> Just don't do it. Down. That's your friend, Sherry. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me do it a little better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how you walk with your chest. You lean. You'll be like, <laughs> I. Oh my uh, gosh. <laughs> so we. So I had to take the glasses off because I felt dumb, and I don't. I can't see in them because. I would like if they were prescription, it might have been better. So I, but there was a point where we got mobbed, Kim and I. What I love about these women here, and um, a proud moment I just had recently with Mia, and she won't say this is uh, Mia wrote an episode uh, for season two of Life and Beth. She's one of the writers on there, and um, she allowed me to come on. Yes. And I was able to sit next to her. I was off that day, but she allowed me to come be with her on set as she, uh, you know, directed them through that, moved them through that. And it was just really uh, such an honor to see that. 
Uh, and, yeah, I was just really excited. I was really, really proud of her. So, you know, uh, I have so much love for uh, Mia. She is one of the sweetest people I know. And she tolerates my shenanigans. <laughs> and what can I say about B? Everybody knows I'm so in awe of her and her spirit. And, you know, really, when I've had some really difficult times, she has had some really heartfelt conversations with me. She's somebody that I trust to uplift, to give perspective. Um, and, you know, not, and doesn't make anything about herself when you're going through it. She really holds you in it. You know what? Look, look, like, uh, uh, this is when I think about the, the, you know, my experiencing her as a, you know, as a, as a consumer of, of art. Like I remember as a kid, like seeing the private dancer album. So like, that's where she starts for me. You know what I mean? Right. So like, you see that album. Like I didn't, I didn't know because my dad was is, is like had a bunch of albums and stuff. So like to me, it didn't, it didn't even connect. That like I was like, oh, there was a Tina Turner before she was this thing, you know. And so I can remember that. And then watching the, um, you know, the um, the movie, watching what's love got to do with it, and Angela Bassett's amazing performance as Tina Turner, where I think she, you know, really just in, embodied everything about her and then that made me go because I already love biopics anyway and then that made me go I have to read her story and I need to hear it in her words and so it really just provided a lot of context just for you know because you know biopics leave things out and you get to actually hear it from her in her own words and you just go man like and that just made me like love her even more and like just you know my connection as far as like just again, just respecting her as an artist. Like, I would, um, I used to drive everybody crazy because there was a point in my life where I would act out most of the scenes to what's love got to do with it and then be told to go sit my ass down somewhere because nobody, because they were like, you think you funny. You ain't, you ain't funny. You think you funny. You know, why you always, and, and, and you know, so, it was so, you know, so just something about like her being a performer and then me thinking that I was, good enough to even try to be acting this out in front of people is ridiculous. But again, also shows just the inspiration, um, you know, of, of who she is. But yeah, but her, her story just in general is, you know, it's, it's again, it's, it's, it's the resilience. It's just the, the perseverance, all mm -hmm. those different things. And then especially, um, you know, also having watched that documentary where you're like, yeah, people tried to distill her story to go, oh, well, this is this woman who had this thing with this man. And you're like, no, 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 no. She was still gonna be Tina Turner, regardless of him in her life, you know. And and it and and again, you know, and also being a woman of a certain age, you know, as a kid, you know, or when you're younger and you see these things where you go, oh, well, her being a rock, you know, artist at 40, you know, like that's, you know, it seems like such a far off thing. But then when you grow older yourself, you're like, man, that was that was something really amazing that she was, you know, because people always love to write off Black women anyway, mm -hmm. and Black yeah, women yeah. as artists and Black women as performers. And it's like, and here's a woman who said, none of what you think about me matters to me. I know what I'm capable of, and I'm going to do this thing. And not only am I going to do this thing, I'm going to thrive. And mm -hmm. you just see, it's like, once she broke free, it just, whatever it was that, he had in her life. It's like, hey, you know what? Cool. You introduced her to us, but 
she was always who she was and her career speaks for itself. And, you know, and I just, you know, I'm just, I will always just be very grateful that we were able to, we were able to have Tina Turner, Anna Mae Bullock in our life, you know, so always very thankful for that. Her nose was running. Mine started running Monday, my nose. Oh, it was running. I put, I did one time, remember I had glasses on. One part of the show, I put glasses on because there was people in the audience with sunglasses on. And I said, why y'all at a comedy show with sunglasses on? And then I was talking about my allergies. They both pointed to me. The husband and wife was like, that's why. And I said, that don't even make sense. I put some some sunglasses on on the second part of the show. My nose stopped running. I said, what in the heck? Are you serious? What is that? Sunglasses stop your allergies? It either stopped the pollen from getting in your eyes which caused your nose to run. So try that next time, Chris. I will. No, I, I couldn't see. I, my, like, it was it was like I'd been punched several times in both eyes. It was horrible. It was oh, crazy. I told you I came to St. Louis and that happened to me one time. Mm-hmm. You did. I had nose. So I had to do the shows with my eyes closed. I couldn't, I, could, I, I was barely, I was squinting, but it burned so bad. It felt like glass was in my and eye. Look, it's still, uh, look how bloated I still am. It hasn't went away. That's from your allergies? Yeah, and, and I've got three cameras on me. It puts 15 pounds. Very funny. See, I'm still bloated. Oh, my God, I'd be so ripped if I wasn't those damn allergies. Very funny. Very funny. Oh, my God. I alerted Kim of this. I've had about 10 people send me messages uh, that something has kind of gone viral. From 2007, something leaked where... It was you in a car, JB Smoove, and Kanye West, several other people too. And it looked like it was something out of Kirby Enthusiasm. Obviously, uh, Kim was on there. Kim, tell the people, tell the world, do you remember doing this? What was this? Are you and Kanye still in contact? What's going on? Okay. Have so you seen this, Sherry? Sorry. Have you seen this, Sherry? Mm -mm. Oh, mm -mm. This is, yeah. This is out there. Is so, there a picture? I wish you could you. Yeah, I'm, that's my shoulder. I'm playing Donna West, Kanye's mama. That's J.B. Smooth, straight in the back. I think he's his manager. Uh, Paula Newsom was in it, and and uh, uh, Kanye's real best friend. And oh yeah, that's me. And all my chins. So we <laughs> we did this right after uh, Curb, and Kanye wanted to do his life story, but in a Curb way, and I thought it was brilliant. And they asked me to play his mother and uh, the, the cast, and we did the pilot. And, you know, it, uh, it, uh, it upsets me because it didn't go. And this was before Big Kanye. So he was dating, uh, it wasn't Amber. I think Amber was after this. It was another girl. Amber Rose. Uh -huh. No, it was right before Amber Rose. Then he started dating Amber Rose. And me and Kanye were pretty close. Uh, and his mama, and it was just good times. We had so much fun on that set. And Kanye, that's why I always uh, want people to back off Kanye because they don't know him. And I'm always like, oh, he is a nice guy. Like he's he's a nice guy until he's not. Very smart. And, you know, because I knew his mother, um, because I had to spend time with her to get to know her, to play her, uh, you know, it, it you know, you feel like you're part of the family. And we did this pilot, JB Smooth, this is before JB blew up. This was probably one of his first things. And we cut a fool and it was just so much fun and then it didn't go 
And I well, it might have been because they didn't know Kanye. He would have been the star of the thing. And a lot of times people don't pick up stuff. They That's why they put so many well-known stars in things because you already have that recognition, the name recognition and the face recognition that people will automatically tune in. If it's, I'm gonna just use Sly Stallone, we know him or Kevin Costner or a Lisa Kudrow. So nobody knew Kanye at the time. They didn't know JB. He wasn't on Curb Your Enthusiasm. They didn't know Paula Newsom, who's the star of CSI Las Vegas. And you, like, you, you weren't where you are now. So it was literally a pilot of unknown. So like maybe if they, well, Nassau jacked up because Kanye has fallen from grace. So I was gonna say, cause maybe they might look at it, but because Kanye, where he is now, uh, they probably wouldn't want to air that pilot. Yeah, and it was for HBO. So everybody contact HBO and say, bring back the Kanye West pilot. They can't project. because Kanye has said a lot of incendiary things. Kim, that's another thing about you. You, you, you're really great because you see the you see the the good in everybody. Sometimes to your detriment because Kanye has said so many incendiary things that I don't know if he can recover, not right away. It's going to be a while. I hope hope that he can recover. I hope that he finds happiness and that he, if it is medication or whatever it is, or people just get off his back uh, and he just, you know, somebody becomes, you know, he needs somebody in charge. His mama, let me tell you something. There's two people I knew and they changed when their mama died. I'm going to say these two people, and then we ain't got to Oh, Lord, if you say that man's name, Kim, you don't need to say it. We know. Okay. Okay, Okay. you can't keep blaming your mama. But I'm just saying, I'm not blaming, but I I saw it happen, which is horrible because they both are from single mothers. So, you know, you got to be careful that you're so, your mother is your world or whatever, and these two both fell from grace. How long? Have you had the style on your head? um, April? No. When did we go on tour? We went on tour May 19th. It ain't been that long. (laughs) Has it been a month? Has it been a month? Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. And the reason why I'm going in on Kim, we wear wigs. Kim has an extensive wig collection in her house consisting of all of her wigs and the ones she took from me and i got an extensive wig collection consisting of my wigs and the ones that i'm missing that kim stole from me and so we go out on the road on our two funny mamas thing and both of my glam people come to do kim and i rodney john who does our makeup and theo barrett who does our hair both emmy nominated Oh, so God. they Kim brings her own hair because she had the style that she wanted. She wanted two bangs, tendrils coming down. She wanted the rest of her hair back in a ponytail, sometimes put in a bun. Theo did that. He wanted to do some other stuff, but Kim was adamant about this style. Tendrils coming down, put her hair back in a ponytail, sometimes in a bun. So she wanted it glued tight. He's like, no, we don't have to glue it tight because I'm gonna do a different style for you to the next night. And she was like, no, you're not. Little did we know 
Did she wanted that sucker glued on? If Kim, if 19 women jumped Kim right now, that hair would not move off of her head. So Kim wore it on the entire tour. Mm. She went on the Tom Joyner morning cruise with that same hair. I saw Kim in the water doing all kinds of stuff on the hosting shows with the tendrils <laughs> and the bun, sometimes a ponytail, but always two tendrils. I'm looking at her. Then she came back. She did something else. She got the tendrils and the bun. Everywhere I look, Kim got these tendrils and the bun. I think she only took it off because she had to do a movie oh, in New right. Orleans. I did. I was down in that room and I had, to, I had to change the hairstyle. I was mad and I went Because you had to change the hairstyle. Then yep. she did some other stuff and she posted on Instagram. And I said, is that them two tendrils and a bun? <laughs> then I see her surely she is taking out them tendrils and the bun. The tendrils, she, the tendrils. She did the video for Jay Farrell. I said, this girl. Then she doing something for Juneteenth. Beautiful as all get up. She come in the frame, because I seen her titties first. She come hey in the frame. Hey now. Hey, hey now. Two tendrils <laughs> and a bun. I sent a picture to Theo. He said, dear God, what is going on with your friend? You tell Theo, thank you. Did What's you get that? your hair cut off? What happened to your hair? <laughs> I was hoping Kim saw it before nobody else did. Check it out. Oh. Um. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> I saved this. I didn't show him before the show. Oh, did she just log off? No, she didn't log off. What, she did she freeze? Off. At this moment, at this moment, Kim just logged off. She just logged off. <laughs> you look like you're coming to sell me life insurance, and you're gonna tell me how much I'm gonna get in 20 years. You know what? And that's a smart move on your part. You know, you work hard. You got a family, <laughs> Sherry. <laughs> I don't know where this girl went. I think she legitimately the ran off. I was trying to take the heat off the tendrils. That let me tell you something. That is hysterical. You cut your hair. You and know Kim gone. like it. You know Kim like it with that long hair. I don't even know what just happened to Kim. Did she really just, just gonna, go away? Just gonna log off. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, wait a minute. <laughs> Can you see Kim's face? <laughs> log back on. Nope. Log back on. Nope, you got, you got to get another uh, co-host. I'm done. I'm not speaking to him. Okay, but you don't you don't just log off the podcast and not tell anybody, Kim. Oh, that's what you do. You hang up on people. If this was the phone, I'd have hung up on Chris. You hang up. That's how you make your point. You hang up the phone. But Kim, I'm on your own something. podcast. Oh, I'm. Yeah, it's your show. It's not my show. That's, that's like he could have gave a warning. He just looked old, regular old Chris now. He regular. <laughs> nobody wanted regular. Nobody wanted, nobody wanted uh, sells your kid weed in the parking lot, Chris. Oh, there and she, she hung up on me. She back. No, Chris, you do. You did with the when you had the long hair, you looked like you was going to get stopped for selling weed. You did, Kim. He Kim, did look like a weed. Man. I 
a parting gift for you, Kim, if you if you would, Logan. Um, this is for you. Is she still frozen? No, no, ain't nobody frozen. I'm frozen in my brain from that picture he just put up of his big head and all his short hair. He look all regular white boy now. Regular. Ooh. Oh, oh wait, I can, I can make that a good wig. <laughs> that was it, Kim. It's that was so one dark. year. Yeah, super dark. Why don't you? Why don't you Ooh. donate it to the cancer society? Uh, because I'm sending it to. Where do you live? Lock- Lots Why you want to donate it to them? When then you want them little kids looking like weed heads? <laughs> Sending it to Kim. Because lots was... of love, they take hair. Wow, I, I gotta go. I'm, it's my stomach hurts now. I'm done. Upset. <laughs> Before, so well, else? your hair looks cute. Say what you gotta say. He, he looks, he looks <laughs> oh man! Here, let's cheer Kim back up. I'll jump back. Chances are, when you send us pictures saying, why didn't you tell me I was this big? Chances are, we was as big as you. True, true. Okay, so this I, is Kim right here. This is a picture Kim since, okay. And that's David what I was in, saying is- at my cousin's wedding. This is at my cousin's wedding in Costa Rica. I'm not supposed to be up there, first of all. Why Zip line. Why does this look like a still from Ice Cube's newest movie? <laughs> I'm not even supposed to be up there. Go ahead, go ahead, what? give me your observations, because I didn't know something until Sherry pointed it out, and I, it's making me laugh. So Kim so was hard. about everybody was in Costa Rica. We've been to Costa Rica, yeah. and they were ziplining. Now the thing about it is, once you go up there, you can't get back down. The only way you but they get didn't down tell is me that. They didn't tell me that. No, they had a sign in Spanish. You just didn't read it. The sign was right there on the tree. It says "Cuidado." Cuidado was the first one. Careful. Logan speaks Spanish, and he's in here engineering and almost just fell over behind the board. <laughs> just so you know. It says something like, Dia de la Muerto. Day of the dead. It's a bunch of stuff over here. You didn't well, just read it. Well, they should have left a horse or something up there for me. I said, I'm just going to come up and watch everybody take off the first leap, the first zip line. I'm not zip lining. I look down. The horses are gone. And the car is gone. The truck, everybody gone. And the man told me, I said, I got to go back to the camp. I want to meet everybody back there. He said, well, the only way is this way. I said, what way? He said, this way. You're terrible. It was the way of the rope. So you can't, in Costa Rica, when you go zipline, you have to zipline across the jungle. This is not Disney World. Okay, when you do a little zipline to the next, the Seven Dwarves house. You got a zip line across a like different parts, seven different parts of the jungle. It was if seven. Fall, right. It was seven. Zip seven line. different parts of the jungle, and it's a long way. And if you fall, you gonna die. You gonna be eaten by something. So, <laughs> so they had to strap Kim on because that's the only way you can get to the get down. It ain't no other way. So they Kim man, first of all. She don't think about the fact that she almost died, that she had to. She want to know why we didn't tell her at that moment. Somebody we supposed to say, Kim, you know, you look kind of big before you go across the jungle. No, Chris, can you put the picture back? Look at this. First of all, I was like, is there a weight limit? I'm about to get on. Why do you have why do you have a scarf around your neck to zip line (laughs) through the jungle? Do you want the tigers to know that is you? I don't know. Because 
I was planning to I was planning to sit on the credenza and sip some coffee, Costa Rican coffee, yeah, and chill. I got on pull-up shorts. Why is the shirt not fitting over your bra? What's going on with that shirt? That is a hideous Look looking shirt. You know what that shirt? The fanny pack is also the reason why you're not big. Is you got that fanny pack on your stomach, so it makes you look big. Your shirt, if you fell through the jungle, the shirt looked like part of the trees. First of all, the, secondly, Kim, I want to say this: you must have had a ton of mosquitoes up in your jeans, all them holes you got in your yes. It wasn't lastly, ready. I wasn't. <laughs> lastly, I want to say: can you put the close-up picture up, Chris? Can you, can you put the close-up? The picture of, so of Kim Whitley. I didn't notice this until Sherry I out. know. They this got is... a, a metal buckle underneath your chin. Okay, there's nothing that would be strapped okay. to your face, which says to me that the straps wouldn't close under your chins. Is that true? If you put up, wait, put the other picture up real quick, Chris, and then go back to this one. You see David behind me? He got a regular strap. That's why I didn't notice it. So he just got his helmet strapped on regularly. They had to make a strap. Oh, they my put God. a belt. They put, do you understand? Like, there's nothing that they would click anything to. So your straps would not fit up under your chin. But look how big, look how big the hook is. So they, oh my God. So they strapped the other, the regular head straps to a belt. And you should have heard the man talking in Spanish. I know he was like, hey, hey big, big, they're big, big. As long, oh as God. long as you didn't hear the word gordita or gorda, you okay. Or grande. Listen, it was because of my, my 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 wig, my weave, it was a lot of hair because I wasn't ready to go across no ravine. And he has seen every movie I've done. His favorite is Beauty Shop and Who's Your Caddy? He told me that. I uh, and I what? I had the best joke <laughs> President Clinton. He loves Who's Your Caddy. Oh, and one for the money. He loves he loves one for what? the money. He loves literally no, that, President that Clinton. Very exciting. Uh-huh. I had a really great joke. I said, President Clinton, because it was all political jokes I did. I said, you inspire me so much, President Clinton, because you are, you're, the Clinton Foundation goes internationally to uh, prevent climate change. You've confronted the climate crisis. And I'm listening to some other stuff you did. And I said, but most importantly, President Clinton, you voted for me on Dancing with the Stars. And he fell out. And I said, but you know, they voted me off. I said, it's hard to get a black person elected because they keep redrawing the districts. He fell out laughing. That was a good one. That was a good one. And I, and I said to Huma Abedin, who is Secretary Clinton's chief of, uh, ch uh, chief of what do you call it, chief of staff. She is a allegedly dating Bradley Cooper. She was married to Anthony Weiner. So I was like getting everybody in the room. And I said, Huma, I heard you're allegedly dating Bradley Cooper. Allegedly. I don't know if it's true or not, but could you give me his number so I could allegedly date him too? <laughs> he, when I tell you zinging him, zinging, and then I said, I said, 
y'all called me at the last minute because a doctor got up and said how President Clinton called him about his book and he couldn't believe it was him. So when I got up, I said, that's the problem with y'all Clintons. You be getting on the phone. You always want to get on the phone. Don't tell nobody who you are. I said, the last time Chelsea called her my hi, this is Chelsea. I said, Chelsea who? She said, Chelsea Clinton. I said, this ain't no Chelsea Clinton. And she said, I'm calling for my mom. She's running for president. Just want to know if you have any questions about her candidacy. And I said, well, I got one question. Put your mom on the phone. If it's Hillary, put her on the phone. And uh, they laughed. And I said, y'all almost got me hosting this gig at the last minute because it's Juneteenth and I'm about to take off. I know Juneteenth starts on Monday, but I'm starting today because y'all owe us three days from February, which is the smallest time, which is the smallest uh, month for black folks. So you owe me three days. I'm going to roll that into Juneteenth because that's called black man. I'm trying to make Juneteenth eight to 10 days like Hanukkah. That is I hilarious. Said, I said, I know some of y'all, um, I sitting there, the white people, you sitting there, you, you don't know what Juneteenth is and you're afraid to ask because you think uh, black people going to call you the R word, Republican. When I tell oh. you, <laughs> boom, 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 zing, 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 zing. And uh, you know what helped me? Because I was so nervous and John Murray was there. So nervous. And you know how I, I talked before. I talked to you. You talked to me. If you don't talk me down, John will. He grabbed my hand. He said something that set me free. He said, Sherry, because it was $5,000 a plate for this event, for their global initiative. I shouldn't have told you that, but go ahead. No, I found out later. But it was a lot of rich people is what I was going to say. When you have oh. those fundraisers, you can't, when you have fundraisers, you got to invite rich people because they're the ones writing the check. You can't invite me and Kim because we, we don't have no money to be donating to these things. So John grabbed my hand and he said, you belong here. And it really just did something like, yeah. like they, because they personally asked for me, President and Secretary of State Hillary Clinton personally asked for me. So I killed and Secretary of State Clinton got up and she said, our family loves you so much, Sherry, whatever you need, we got you. And then President Clinton was talking, mesmerizing everybody, no speech prepared. And he stopped and he said, I love you. You're so funny, Sherry. And whatever you need from the Clinton family. That's no oh. Why are you showing Joshua's underarm on the you want us to see your hair, Joshua? Well, I I can yep, see a little funny. bit. Of, I can see hair coming in. <laughs> that's a magnifying. Why is that so readily available? I can see the hair, Joshua. You know what it means? You're becoming a man. Auntie Sherry said, what's it mean, Auntie Sherry? What's it mean? It means yeah, you're becoming a young man. It means you're coming a young man, so you got to wash. Not a boy. Only young man. How do you want to be a young man so you have to wash, as opposed to as a child you don't wash? Like, what do you want to do when you become 18 that you can't do now? What do you want to be able to do? Uh... Tell the truth. Jeffy just said what he wanted to do when he turned 18. Okay, what does he want to do? I can't say it. You got to say it. What do you want? You're smiling. What do you want to be able to do? Well, one, I want to be able to leave this house because <laughs> I want to. I want to leave this house so I can. Don't run. No, I want to. So can... I want to leave this house so I can get my own apartment. Uh huh. And so I can get this my own apartment. And so, 
I can get my own job, and okay. I'm not going to be like no useless 25 year old living in their parents' basement. Okay. Um, I've never heard that before. That was good. And that was real good in front of your mama. Yeah, right. and I uh, also want to be able to like uh, have my own children. So when they do something bad, I can ground them and take away their place. Okay, all right, get out. Go to karate. I don't take your place. Stay gone, boy. Wait, uh, and then I also wanted to like, you know, once they, once I have kids, also be able to do stuff with my wife that I can't do now because I don't even have a wife. What kind of stuff do you want to do with your wife? I want to like, like take her out to dinner, but I can't mm. even do that because I can't even drive. So. That's right. Your mother is still around. She can drive. drive. I'll take you with your wife. No, I'll take you out. You're not getting a girlfriend until you're 20. Okay. You don't have a girlfriend. That girl, give me a mama's number. This is what I love about Joshua. He still wants to do. He wants to do things with his wife that he can't do it at home, like take her out to dinner. I love it. You said I want to but that's only so he can get a job and not be a deadbeat. You're a really good mom. You're a really no. good mom, Kim. Notice you he said wife did. and not one night stand, too. Now, when I said, look at mine, I said he was going to see strippers. <laughs> okay, he did. But you know what's interesting, Sherry? I have not what? led by an example. I have not been married and had a husband. So I don't, I, I don't know where he's getting this wonderful... Thank you. But you're teaching him how you're teaching him how awesome. you would want to be treated. So if that stands, then I don't know what what I'm showing my son that he want to go see strippers. Well, you got that pole. You had that pole in your bedroom for so long. You did. Oh, you think it was a stripper pole in yeah. my bedroom? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Damn. I told him that's for ab fitness. <laughs> oh, that's funny. When I tell you the fact that he, I don't even get high. I don't smoke cigarettes. The fact that, do you know what he asked me the other day? He said, mom, where do I buy it? Like, do I get it from, do I get it from my plug? And I go, what the heck is a plug? Painful intercourse. That's an mm -hmm. underlining condition. Some people say, oh, you know, I thought this dude was too big. I was with him, but maybe he was too big. No girl, there is no dude that is made on this planet that is too big. If you are having uncomfortable intercourse, that could be adenomyosis which is when the endometrial lining is in the uterine wall. So that's a sister to fibroids and endometriosis. So we learned sex education. We didn't learn reproductive health. That's the difference. And that's why I do the work that I do. You know, wow. Kim, what was you holding your hand up? Wow. It's only about the sex that you held your hand up. I could get girl. Kalei, you're not going to sit there on the national podcast, uh, two-time winners, and sit there and say, ain't no man too big. Who you been with? <laughs> Who the hell you been with? Ain't no man too big. Now, don't I'd have took, took this size. I'd have took this size. Ain't no man say, too big. What in the world? Look, one of them came home one time and Mama Sue told me, she took me upstairs in the closet and told me, make sure you stretch. <laughs> he looks like he's, he looks like, I'm going to say his name too, because like his name was Jason. Make sure you, you know, stretch because he looks very large. And I said, yes, Mommy, I got this. Your I got this. Your mama said that. 
Yes, she did yeah, because she was true. taking care of my uterus. You met her. She absolutely said, said, be too. careful. Be you careful. I have run into a couple. I said, no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, <laughs> but our anatomy, we were actually made to receive it. We really were. If it hurts too bad, it's something else. Okay. That's, all That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is I am not going to let this conversation get derailed. That's a whole nother podcast, which you will join us for, Kelly. I was um, looking at Because I was not ready for little sweet Kelly to really just, my neck hurts. My neck I just Chris, you know, Jeffrey. Hey, Jeffrey. You're so long. Long. It's so good Wait, to see you. Hey, Jeffrey. You yeah. like my hairstyle? Do you like my hairstyle? Yeah, I like it. Boom. How long? Jeffrey, Jeffrey, how long do you think someone should keep one same hairstyle? Uh, it, I don't know, but I'm uh, I'm excited to smoke. That's what I'm excited for. <laughs> what did you do? So smoke? He said he's about to go. Wait, 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 wait. What that's, did that, you that, say? That's really gonna happen. Wait, 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 when when you let me do that? Yeah. What? Wait. You said I quit. Get back on this podcast. You're not yeah, gonna leave it. Gonna, we got a follow up question for the young man. <laughs> She, she said I could do that. When, she, she, yeah, she said I could do that. Not now, but like when I'm 20. She said I could do that. So I'm excited you for that. Do, smoke what? Smoke what, Jeffrey? Marijuana. Not not cigarettes. Nah, that's not good for you. My man. She said I could do that. I heard her. I heard her say it, Jeffrey. All right, see Jeffrey, we're going to talk about that. Because that ain't good right. for you either. We're going to talk about it. everything. Do, everything that's green right. ain't good. Being embarrassed by your child. What kind of mama are you? Oh, don't. Careful. What kind of mama am I? The boy turned 18 and he told me, Mom, he, for the longest, he was saying no, when he was 17. He said, When I turn 18, Mom, I'm going to get high. I'm going to smoke. I'm going to get high. I'm going to drink Jack Daniels and I'm going to go see strippers. He was telling me that. He knows. He knows. He knows. Uncle Chris has the hookup with Jack Daniels. I mean, I told everybody I told Andre that, and I didn't think he was. And then he gonna stand in public on a live. Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. So I told him he could. I told him he could. And, and I said, but at twenty. Two funny mamas. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians, Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Edumatainment. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist, Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Funky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, 
marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.